Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Edgar said to the interviewer he was convinced that the thing out there wasn't a vault at Yeah, all. I know what he thought. Dr. Edgar's didn't think it was designed to keep things out. I know what he, he thought. He thought it was designed to keep something in. Do you even understand the difficulty trying to keep a base like Fathom at the bottom of the ocean from killing everyone in it on a daily basis? Oh my god. Everyone hold on to something. I think whatever is on the other side of that door out there, it's not friendly. I think it's trying to get out. That, my friend, is a dire combination. That's a bad sign. Get out of the door! Spreading like some kind of technological contagion. We can either stop it here or watch the world burn. Fathom, the first season of Derelict. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or learn more at derelictpodcast.com. The Road of Shadows. Created by Mark R. Healy. A Beyond the Dark production. Season 2. Episode 9. Darkness Rising. Sheriff Barnes, what are you looking at? Hmm? Oh, just staring off into the distance. Sorry, I was a thousand miles away. This one's really got you thinking, huh? To be honest, Laura, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what to make of this whole damn thing. It's a mess. That's for certain. But Daniel and Amber are lying about something, right? They have to be. Yeah. Yeah, they're lying. And there are things they clearly aren't willing to tell us. You could drive a freight train through the gaps in their story. Yeah, but... Now, putting together the evidence, I'm... Well, I'm not certain it was them who killed Teddy at the checkpoint anymore. You don't think it was one of them in the White Ford? No. I don't think it was. That doesn't mean they weren't involved somehow, but I don't think they're guilty of running Teddy down. You figure there might be accomplices? No, no, not accomplices. Daniel and Amber, I, I think they're in the middle of some kind of dispute. I've seen the look of a cornered animal enough times to recognize it easily enough, and well, when I look in their faces, that's what I see. Now, I think they landed themselves in some kind of trouble, and now they're having the devil's own time getting out of it. A drug deal gone bad, maybe. If they got themselves on the wrong side of one of the cartels, that might explain it. Uh, drugs, or money, or both. 
Maybe a lone shark or... <sighs> I just can't put it together. You thinking of offering them a deal, Sheriff? Give them protection in exchange for some information on this stuff they're mixed up in? Nah, they wouldn't take it. Not these two. Yeah, they're gonna see this through to the bitter end, on their own. One way or the other. So where does that leave the two of us? Are we just the cleanup crew who's left to ride up the body count when it's all said and done? What else can we do? I mean, if there are heavy hitters wandering out here in Clifford Springs, why has no one seen them? It's like we're chasing ghosts. Maybe we're just overthinking this, Sheriff. Maybe it's just Daniel and Amber in it by themselves, after all. No. That's not what my gut is telling me. Okay. So, what's our next move? Huh. I'm going to take a vacation. <laughs> you what? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take a few days off. Right here in Clifford Springs. Soak up some of the local culture. Sheriff, come on. No, really. I'll book myself a room over at the Clearview Motel and kick back. I'm long overdue for some good old-fashioned R&R. We both know you have no intention of relaxing out here. We've already spent a lot of time on this one, Laura, and we're a long way from home. Colton needs us. Yeah, but... Now you take the cruiser and you head back home. What? You're sending me packing? Sure am. I'll handle it from here. But you don't even have a way of getting back to Colton. Oh, once I've had a few days to freshen up, I'll, I'll catch a bus. Travel home in comfort. Sheriff, I have no intention of giving up on this. I want to see it through to the end just like you do. This is the end, Laura. At least for you. <laughs> this is bullshit. Laura, I ain't asking. I want you to get in the cruiser and go. Don't delay. You're really not going to change your mind on this. No. This is the way it has to be. Go home. The people need you there. It's okay. If that's how you feel. Take care of yourself, Sheriff. Always. kidding me. Daniel, what's the matter? Did you see something out there? You're not going to believe this. Looks like Sheriff Barnes just checked into the motel. He what? Yeah, a few doors down from us. Just walked in real casual and closed the door behind him. Maybe he's just investigating something? He had a towel in one of those little toiletry bags they hand out at the office. Shit. No doubt about it. He's staying here. What the hell is he playing at? I don't know, but I don't like it. Is Tani there? I don't see her, or the police cruiser yet. Maybe she'll turn up later. He's gonna follow us everywhere now, isn't he? Oh, you can count on that. Oh, this is getting complicated. How are we going to take Schilling down with Barnes snooping about? We'll have to figure out a way to lose him. I don't want to have to juggle those two at the same time. Speaking of Schilling... 
I went through the compendium looking for the word blood to see if we can figure out how to make that bastard bleed. Did you come across anything? Yeah, right before I had a nap. Sorry, I, I was dog tired and... You don't need to apologize. I want you to rest. Um, here. Here, check out this part. He came upon them, basking in the glow of the sun, his skin sharp like the scythe that cuts the wheat. The power was inside him, and the wicked ones did fall before him, cowering and afraid. In his wake they were left howling and writhing upon the earth, their lifeblood spilling like rains upon the parched land. What the hell is he talking about? Sounds to me like someone who is able to fight back against the shadows. I think I read this passage yesterday. To me... It sounded like wish fulfillment. Like Compendium Guy is fantasizing about some mighty hero who can slice up shadows with the flick of his wrist. I don't think he was talking about real events. I don't know if it's true down to the letter, but maybe, just maybe, it is based on an element of truth at least. Maybe? Come on, Amber. We need to do better than that. We were wrong last time and it almost cost us our lives. I'm sorry, but we don't have much else to go on. And even if it's true, how would that help us? It says that the Shadow's lifeblood spills like rain upon the parched land. That means they're bleeding. That's one way to interpret it, sure. So we know it is possible. We already knew it was possible. My dad did it somehow. What if you have something in your blood passed down from your dad that gives you the ability to hurt them? A Shadow killed my dad, remember? If he had some kind of ability, it didn't help him in the end. His skin... Sharp, like the scythe that cuts the wheat. How does skin get sharp? I'd love to know. The power was inside him. I think there's something to this. I really do. <sighs> Who knows? Is something out there? It's getting dark outside. We should eat. Oh. Yeah, nothing for me. Still? How long has it been since you've eaten? I'm just... not hungry. What's happening to you, Amber? I don't know. We can't keep ignoring this. I think it's time we get you to the hospital. That's going to bring a lot of attention. A, a lot of unwanted questions about why I'm sick. It's better than... leaving you here to waste away. What are they gonna do with the hospital? Treat me for a shadow bite. This kind of wound can't be healed. We don't know that for sure. Yes, we do. Well, maybe there's some other treatment. Okay, okay, look. I give up. Go and grab something small to eat, and I'll... Well, I'll try it, at least. Can't guarantee I'll keep it down. <sighs> Will that make you happy? Atta girl, I can do that. Any preference? Mmm, something that's as bland as possible? Coming right up. Will you be okay while I'm gone? I'm not going anywhere. Alright, see you soon.
Pete's Tree Service. No job too big, no job too small. Just leave a message after the beep and we'll get right back to you. Pete, it's, uh, it's Mike Barnes here. I wanted to talk to you if you got a minute. It's about a guy who did some work for you recently, uh, Daniel Knox. I left a message for you a couple days back, but, uh, well, I, I, I hope everything's okay. Anyway, if, uh, if you need to reach me, I'm at the Clearview Motel in Clifford Springs, uh, room 13. Now, I won't take too long, just a, a few questions I need answered. I'll see you around, Pete. Okay. Is there anything to read in this goddamn motel apart from the TV guide? I guess not. What the hell? Pete? Sheriff Barnes. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Who the hell is this? I'm a friend, Sheriff. Let's keep it at that for now. I ain't got time for goddamn pranks. This is no prank. This is deadly serious, I assure you. Alright, what do you want? I have information about the man you know as Pete Davis. I thought you might like to hear it. What information? Pete is dead. He was murdered. What? How do you know that? I was there. I saw it happen. In fact, I barely escaped with my own life. Are you bullshitting me? No, I'm not. Where's the body? You won't find a body. The killer has covered his tracks well. Who's the killer? I think you already know that. Knox? Daniel Knox. Yes, that's him. He's a dangerous man, Sheriff. A cold-blooded murderer. Uh, you got any evidence for this mystery man? I know where the murder weapon is located. I could take you to it if you like. Where are you calling from? Colton? No, I'm right here in Clifford Springs. Like you. Well, if you're here in town, why didn't you just come and see me in person? I dare not show my face right now. I'm in danger, you see. Danger? Yes. Daniel Knox is trying to kill me as well. Ah, what's all this about? Drugs? No, no. This is something far more complex. And it's not something I would discuss over the phone. I can meet you in the diner in ten minutes. I'm hurt, Sheriff. Weak. That's why I need your help. I need someone with strength to assist me. I was hoping you could lend me yours. Why would I do that? Call it an exchange. I'll give you all the information you need in return. Sounds fair, but I'm going to need more details about this whole thing. If you'd be willing to make a short trip across town, I can explain everything. I'm telling you, mister. If this is some wild goose chase, I'll hunt you down and I'll kick your ass into next Tuesday. Then when Tuesday rolls around, I'll kick it all the way back here again. I assure you that everything I've told you is the truth. Alright, good. And I should add, 
This situation is time-sensitive. We really need to resolve it quickly. All right. If your story checks out, I'll make some arrangements to get Daniel Knox in custody ASAP. Yes, Sheriff, that's excellent. I think that with your help, this situation can be fixed. Together, we can bring this whole ordeal to an end. Barnes is heading out again. Hmm? Sorry, I thought you were awake. I am. Just wasn't listening. What did you say? I said Barnes just left his room. Going where? Out onto the street. What's he playing at? I figured he must have booked into the motel so he could keep an eye on us, so why is he leaving? Maybe it's a ploy to make us relax. Some kind of trick? Yeah, I guess. He might still be watching us, sitting out there in a car or something. Let's not waste any more time thinking about that asshole. I'm over it. What's the matter? You sound... What? Like you're defeated. Maybe I am. Come on, Amber. Talk to me. This isn't like you. I'm good. Should we read some more of the compendium? I've read enough. More than enough. Okay, now I know something's wrong. I don't want to talk about it. Come on, let me help you. You can't. You found something, didn't you? Something bad. And you don't want to tell me what it is. Amber. Yeah. I figured it out. <laughs> What's happening to me? Well, don't leave me hanging. It took me a while to piece together. There were a few paragraphs here and there that didn't make much sense on their own. Stuff about snakes and venom, the usual cryptic shit. When I combined them, it all became clear. Shadow bites are poisonous. We already knew about the toxins. But it's worse than we realized. It doesn't just make you sick, it does things to you. Horrible things. Horrible things? Like what? For one, the toxins break down the victim's body at a cellular level and turns their bones to mush. It's one of the reasons they can consume an entire human body. At least, that's what I gathered from the text. That can't be true. I was bitten years ago, and I sure as hell haven't turned to mush. That's the other part of it. Some humans are resistant to the toxins. I don't know if it's genetics or something else, but whatever the reason, the lucky ones... Uh, the book called them Nostroma, I think. They are able to survive the bite. More than that. Often when the Nostroma survive the initial wave of poison, they undergo side effects. In some cases, they develop cancer. Or their teeth fall out. Or their fingernails turn black. Stuff like that. Can those side effects be positive? Like being able to see the shadows in their true form and gaining the power to strike them down? Yeah, I think so. 
Shit. It kind of makes sense when you think about what happened to you and me. Maybe to you, Daniel. You have the power to go head to head with the shadows, but me? I don't think I'm one of the lucky ones. Sure you are. You survived the toxin just like I did. It's true. Most humans succumb to the poison in seconds or minutes. I've survived a couple of days, but... What aren't you telling me, Amber? I don't think I was meant to go on this journey with you after all, Daniel. I'm not gonna make it. Come on, you don't know that. I do. I do. I feel it inside me. I have the same toxin in my blood and- Different people have different reactions. Like I said, I've survived longer than most. I should be grateful for that, I guess. Maybe you just need more sleep. I don't want to sleep. They keep calling me when I close my eyes. What? The shadows. I hear their voices when I dream, just like that night at the bonfire. Why didn't you tell me? Because there's nothing you can do. It's okay, Daniel. It's you that I'm worried about. Me? Why? It looks like you're gonna have to face Schilling on your own. Mister, are you here? You better not have dragged me out to these ruins for no goddamn reason. Oh, what the hell have you gotten yourself into, Mike? <clears throat> I should warn you that I'm armed. Furthermore, I would have zero hesitation in blowing a hole through anyone who thinks they can pull one over on me. Sheriff Barnes! Over here. Alright, where are you? Shine your flashlight to your left. I'm in the corner. Ah, oh, Jesus, mister, you look like shit. What happened to you? I was attacked. Hurt quite badly, as you can see. What happened to your skin? I'd rather not go into it, if it's all the same with you. Alright, was it Knox who attacked you? Yes. He's the one who's responsible. How come you're squatting here in this shithole? You should be in a hospital. I dare not leave these ruins. I'm afraid of what might happen if I try. I can take you out of here myself. Right now. No, that won't be necessary. Uh, who are you? What's your name? James Schilling. I'm a resident here in Clifford Springs. And what's your beef with Daniel? Well, that's a tale that would take some telling. It's a feud, you see. A long-standing disagreement that stretches back many years. He's long been a thorn in the side of my brothers and sisters and me. I'm not following you, pal. And I'm getting tired of you talking in circles. You said you had some information for me. About Pete Davis and a murder weapon? Yes, of course. The murder weapon is right over there on the floor. See it? 
Daniel killed Pete with this. Yes. So why is it sitting here? Because Daniel came to this place to kill me with it. I was next on his list. You're telling me that's why Daniel and Amber were here? To kill you? That's correct. How is Pete Davis tied up in this? I, I don't get it. Pete was my brother. I talked to Pete plenty of times, and I never once heard him mention a brother. There was a strong bond between the two of us, but we weren't particularly close. Okay, look. I want you to come back to the local station house with me. I'd like to take a statement, if I can. And then we I won't can... be making a statement, Sheriff. This situation can't be settled by a conventional means. What are we gonna do? Draw pistols at dawn? Come on, Mr. Schillen, stop wasting my time. It's Dr. Schilling. Pardon? <sighs> so many years have passed by. So many memories. I did great things in this place once, wielded such power. And for a time I thought that these charred walls might witness the end of me, too. But now I know that's not the case. I understand the reality of it all. That I will rise again. Hey, hey, easy there. You don't look so steady on your feet. The people of Clifford Springs will remember you, Sheriff. I can hear the stories now, before they've even been told. How you came looking for the dangerous criminal Daniel Knox. And how he must have gotten the best of you. How you disappeared one night, never to be seen again. They'll believe it was Daniel who killed you and buried you somewhere out there in the wilderness. In a place so deep and dark that there was no hope of ever finding you. What the fuck are you talking about? It is only I who will know the truth. Only I who will understand your true sacrifice. The others in town, my flock, they will never know. Ever since I came here, the only truth the people of Clifford Springs have understood is the whisper that passes between my lips. The voice that comes in the darkness. They listen to me. And in the end, my word becomes their truth. Hey, back up, you goddamn lunatic. I'm warning you. <laughs> you told me you would give me your strength, Sheriff. And I will. Get off me, you... Ah! 
What is it? Did you fall asleep? Yeah, I... Shit. This isn't good. What's going on? Something happened. I... I can smell it. Bloodlust. There's another shadow in town. No, it's him. I can feel it in my bones. Shilling? Yeah. He's feeding, Amber. The bastard is tasting someone's flesh, right now, as we speak. How could he... Do that. He was barely able to stand a few hours ago. I don't know, but he must have figured out a way. Are you sure about this? Yes, it's him. So what does that mean? It means he's not going to be weak anymore. God damn it. And... He's going to come for us. He's going to do it. Tonight. The Road of Shadows is created by Mark R. Healy. Want to delve deeper into the story? Head over to Patreon to find character concept art and other bonuses like ad-free episodes that you can hear a week early. All of that and more is available now at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Check out more of my podcasts at theroadofshadows.com. The Road of Shadows Season 2 stars Hamish Plagemars, Marta De Silva, Jimmy Yamaguchi, Trent Trachtenberg, Madeline Norton, Gavarock, John Carver, Liz Morey, Sally Walker-Taylor, Vivian Reed, Marlon Dance-Huey, Heidi Fisher, Maddie Albrecht, Whitney Holland, Joshua Nicholson, and Aubrey Akers. The Road of Shadows is a Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Welcome to the Strata. There's two of them following me. I know that for sure. Hand over the package and we'll let you go. You'll let me go? Oh, that's cute. The first bullet hits me in the chest, sends me staggering back a step. All right, you assholes. Let's go! Move it! Yeah, run! That's it! And spread the word! Don't mess with rust! Ever! Anyone who tries is gonna... Oh, forget it. The Strata. In a dystopian city, an aging courier is forced to go into business with an underworld ganglord in order to pay for the treatment that keeps him alive. Check out The Strata anywhere you listen to podcasts.